Okay, today's Duff, we learned Duff Hagen, we start a few lines down. So we were discussing the time when re, uh, products reach Gemar Malacha. And then once it reached Gemar Malacha, we said, if you're going to sell it to the market, if you were going to take that to the market to sell it, then we said that it would be, uh, you wouldn't be able to even have a snack from it. So the last thing with the Mishnah Gemara is going to continue from the case, we explain with legumes, you pull them straight out of the ground, they wouldn't cut them. So therefore, there'd be a lot of soil. So they'd sift it out. Um, so the Gemara says now, Tani aval kover min kavur al kavur. Now this is quite a chidush. That is what the wish. I'll explain what the Gemara is saying first. Meaning, if you cover some of it, you can mafresh truma from that which you've already sifted. In other words, take extra from that to satisfy the requirements of that which is not yet sifted. Which is interesting because normally you say you cannot. Generally, say Normally, we say you can't do that. And in this case, is different. Um, why is that? Which is interesting. In other words, because Balei Batim would bring a reader of Afilu Enu Kavur, meaning Balei Batim would bring inside, even if it's not sifted. Therefore, for this law, it's considered Min HaGamur LaGamur. But if you haven't sifted it at all, why does Which is really interesting. So when it comes to this, this is unique when you come to the kidneyot. That it's not, it hasn't reached Gemar Malacha. Meaning if it wasn't sifted at all, then you wouldn't be able to do hafrasha from it at all because it's not Gamur. However, the fact that some people would bring it in their house in the unsifted state is enough of a rationale to say you can you can mafish from the sifted on the not sifted. So it's like a um, sort of a gray sort of definition between that we don't really find by anything else, I don't think. So let's have a look. Um, my time, what's the reason? It says, Va'alafim va'ayarim. This is alafim, it refers to the is, uh, Rashi says there's shvarim, so oxen and ayarim are the um, uh, donkeys. Ovde adama, belel chamitz yochelu. Balil, sorry, belil chamitz yochelu. Mil chamitz means when it's still mixed up, balul. Uh, that's the explanation here. Balul im afar yocheluna would eat in such a way. Now, the question is what happens? Kavar bereshut hektesh uptayo. So, in other words, <clears throat> you're makdish your uh, kidneyot. Then, in reshut hektesh, they, they sifted it. Then you were redeemed it after. Now, normally we've said if you do such a, if, you, if the gemar malacha occurs bereshut hektesh, then it's part of from Trumas Amasrot. So we've been saying till now that one second, this sifting of the legumes, that's considered Gemara Malacha. So you would assume then if the, if, um, if in Rishud Hekdesh, that activity occurred, you'd be part of. But that's not the case. It says, Now, Mimeno, we're going to have to use the Gra here to change. Since you could eat without the sifting, therefore it's as if it wasn't, it, it, it's as if, there wasn't a Maiser Brashud Hektesh, Vahu Chayav. And therefore it's Chayav. So it's as if Gemara Malacha didn't occur at Shud Hektesh. Now there's a very fun, really important Reb Chaim here that explains this whole concept of what, what does it mean Gemara Malacha Rashud Hektesh? That it would be Patur. So I'll read it to you inside. And I'm skipping the first line just for brevity because there's uh, quite a bit to read. It says, Why? Why? Potter elim nasem meiser gamur berushut hektesh. Now, when do we say that if it was berushut hektesh at time of gemara that it's then part of berushumas amasrot? That's if there was a masa gamur. 
like a proper maisa. We'll see what we'll explain. But since here you could already eat these legumes without sifting it through. Therefore, you'd be chayat. So it's if there wasn't a maisa hektesh bichlal. Now, because of this, he says, because of this, we have to understand what it means, he says, normally we say, is a smoothing over the pile, correct? If that happens, then you'd be part of the drama as a He says, the intention cannot be, it's not just simply that you're making the, 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 the surface of it prettier, if you like, the smoothing up. Da f shabaloze, because that, what, based on what we just said, that's not considered a master. Ella hadisha vazriash and gmamalachtam, rather it must be talking, murachakri must be talking everything, the threshing and the winnowing, the klalze yanok beadcha. So this is a general you have to hold in your hand then. Koshu tikun begufa pri. It's only if there's a tikun mamash in the gufa pri that you change something substantive in the pri itself. If that was naaseh berashud hektesh, that's when it's part of from trubasamasra. But if it's just to arrange it, make it look prettier, if that was Ambrashot Hektesh, which is really fundamentally changing, understand what it means by like a Miro Hakri. Because in other words, in order for it to be Pato, again, in summary, in order for it to be Pato from Trumas and Masra, if it was momentarily in the Rashut Hektesh, you Maktish it, then something happened to Rashut Hektesh from Pato. It's not just stomach reaches Marmalachab, there has to be a substantive Mesa that's occurring in Rashut Hektesh. That's why in our case, if the sifting of the legumes occurs, now we've said that's Marmalacha previously, no, that's not considered a substantive action because someone could eat it already in the unsifted state. And therefore, if that occurred, Rashut Hektesh should still be Chayev. Okay, so the Gemara asks, one second, Heiti Rav Chinana, Vatani, but we've learned, and we learned our mission, that is, Shila Bikipa Rashut Hektesh Patu. If this is referring to wine, that if Shila Bikipa, this is referring off referring to removing of the uh, the the pips and the skins. Therefore, if you remove that rishud, if that happened rishud hektesh, it should be patu. So Rabbi Chaim says, "Al mahach ma'isa shemaverat apsolim mitracha mashke chashiv ma'ase." How is shole? How is how is this different to the sifting out of the uh, of the of the of the soil and stuff and the legumes? There we said that's not, if that happened rishud hektesh, it's considered sifting of ma'ase. And he was saying that the uh, skimming off the pips and the and, and the and the and the skin that is considered a significant maisa, brushot hektesh. So we say. So the Gemara says, "Amar of Yudin Taman Ef Shar Shelo Yichbosh Veshelo Lishlok Baram Hacha." Well, probably Gerusa Chain here, but Ef Shar Shelo Yishlevelo Yikpe. That's how you have to read it. In other words, there in that case, you can't really drink the wine wine without doing that process to it. Right, the same pasuk. In other words, because it's edible, in other words, you can't ex- compare the case of the skimming in the case of wine to our case, because in the case of wine, you can't really drink with all those bits and pieces in it. Okay, that's what's considered sifumaisa. However, this uh, the soil being caught up amongst the legumes that doesn't prevent the, its consumption, and therefore it's not considered significant maisa. Okay, let's continue. Tani, aval koletu kvara v'ochel. Now this is interesting. What this means is, is that we said that that if you're sifting this kidney, the, I think the assumption is the kidney would actually fall out underneath it. It's not, not staying at the top. Okay, and the kidney falls, and as it's falling, what do you do? You catch some before it hits the ground. Can you keep eating it or not? So the Gemara says, 
we learned the bright tiny, you can, you can eat it. Now the question is why? Why if you catch it before it hits the ground, is it considered not as, as if it hasn't reached Gramalata? So we have two opinions. He says, because in its flight down, it still needs the wind to blow away some of the finer particles, if you want to call it that. Then that's, and since you've robbed it of that process, it hasn't reached Gramalacha. That's one way. Rav Ila, however, says, no. He says, Gmar Malacha is when it hits the ground. Nothing else is substantive happening to it. But when it hits the ground, that's when you have Gmar Malacha. And since that didn't happen, therefore it hasn't reached Gmar Malacha and you can keep eating a snack from it. So now we test that. Patin and Hayam We said that when it comes to wine, it gets once you skim from it. However, if you remember in our Mishnah, that even if once you've skimmed from it, you can still, have, you can still keep taking a snack from the wine, the, the, the juices, if you like, that's still in the gut to Elyon that hasn't run down to the bottom yet. If you recall, we said in the Mishnah, even though the bottom if the top is still, if it's still wine running down, you'd be able to type a snack from it. So Manda Amar, the shita that says that in, in the case of the lake, these um, kidney, they haven't fallen to the ground, that would be So Manda according to the that says, because it hasn't reached the ground. Well, that makes sense. Why the, the ones, the wine at the top is still like effectively considered not reaching Marmalacha because it hasn't reached the ground yet. That's why you can keep having a snack from it. But according to Shita that says that it's uh, lacking some other fine process, well, Maikila Meimar type of thing. There's a Gra ads in Maikila Meimar. What rationale is that? Because the stuff at the top isn't lacking anything, really. And if the bottom's rich, the stuff at the top, you can take some out that, that uh, is, is clean. So uh, why is it that you still have to have a snack from it? Again, if the rationale is the reason why when it hits the ground, it's still stuff missing from it because the wind didn't blow it away, blow away some of the finer particles, then once the bottom's rich, in the case of the wine, meaning you've skimmed off all the pips and, and peels, then you, should, you shouldn't be able to have anything from the top either because nothing's left. So he says, no, mechusahu mishmarav. He says, no, the stuff at the top is still, either the top or in the pipework, it's still murky, meaning there's still murav, Rukhaim says, bishmarim. And therefore, it's not. It's 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 parallel now to the explanation that as it's falling down, it's lacking the the, the blowing away the finer particles. Okay. Hetir Rav Binyamin Bar Gidel What about the case of Shemen? Can you say the same thing about Shemen? We said Shemen Shemishirad Luka. When it comes to oil, once it hits the bottom, once the oil is pressed and the, and reached the bottom, that's Gmaramalacha. Yet we said you can still keep having a snack from the top or the pipework. According to the Shita said, why that, that in our case of the uh, legumes that are falling, you catch it in the flight. The reason why it's puffed, it, it's still considered not reaching Ramalacha is because it hasn't reached the ground. I can understand why the stuff at the top, because it hasn't reached the ground yet. That's why I can keep snacking from the cat from, from the oil at the top. According to the Shita that says that it's actually there's still some processes that you robbed it of. When, uh, when it dropped down, you can give it a chance of the wind to blow away the final particles in the case of the kitniot. What are we in this case? So we say once again, meaning the oil at the top of it that's pressed is still going to be somewhat murky. It's only once it reaches the bottom that it starts settling out and, and becomes clear. So therefore, it's as if, and if you take it from the top, it's also as if there's some process missing it, with it, which is a bit like, so then it would parallel the case of these legs if they're in flight and you grab it on, on its way, before the Ruach had a chance to blow the fine particles, that's why he said it has a rich Marmalacha. That would be the parallel case of oil as well, because it yet has not yet cleared out. Okay, next. 
We said if you take some of the oil, you can eat a snack-like fashion, and you can put it in a chamita. And a chamita, we said, were these sort of cakes, these thin cakes that you used to put oil on top of them, you could eat, eat it in that fashion. So we said, What happens if you were eating this chamita, so you can eat in a snack-like fashion, and then what happens is it's Shabbat, Shabbat comes in. Or you give it to somebody else. Now, give it to somebody else means you sell it. Now, what we'll be learning in the later Masech is the other things that are what's called koveya lemaser, okay? Which means that despite the fact it's, uh, we'll see if, if, if it has to be Ramalacha or not, but, <clears throat> pardon me, that despite the fact you might be able to eat from the food, as soon as either Shabbat comes in or you sell it to somebody else, that's what's called koveya lemaser, you can't eat a snack anymore. That's what koveya lemaiser means. So two of those things important for that context here is Shabbat and and um, my, and um, and the fact that you sell it. One understanding of Shabbat is is because on Shabbat every meal is defined as keva, so that's why it's uh, effectively kovea. But there, we'll we'll discuss that when we get along when we reach it. So the question is, in this case, you're eating this chamita, right? It's had the oil that hasn't reached from Amalacha smeared on it, and then Shabbat comes in or you sell it to somebody else. We say lo nitabel. It doesn't turn into tabel. You can keep eating it. Now the question is why. If normally, if the oil was on its own and Shabbat comes in or you sell it to somebody else, it is Kovea, it would be So why is the Ketz Hamita different? So Rabbi Yirmiya Savar Meimar, he's thought to say, We must be talking about a case where because you put in the Chamita and Tamchui, it's Baluya, it's absorbed in it, it's no longer Be'in, it's no longer visible. That's why in that case, we say that it's, uh, it's not Kovea. Shabbat is not Kovea, Mecca is not Kovea. If it was sitting in, a, in an oil uh, jug or something like that, then we say that would be different. Netabel. However, Amr Biyossi says, no, it wouldn't make a difference. Even if it was just simply a jar of oil, it would also not become tabel. So he says, Amr Biyossi, I understand. Shabbat is tovela, meaning it's kovea. Mekach selling is also kovea. I took out the Amr which is clear because that's, um, because these are kashas Rabbi Yirmi is presenting on Shita Rabbi Yossi. So Amr Amarle, he said to him, um, it actually fits in like Rav Yossi, uh, Rav Zira, the Rav Yonra said Rav Zira, Rabbi Elazar says, Now, what is this referring to? I'll explain as follows. Meaning, this is a case regarding if you took some wine and you, uh, the Gemara, the, the, the mission we'll see later on, and you diluted it somewhat to drink it, if it were, and the question is, is that, is that kovea? Meaning if it was hot water or cold water, that makes a difference. But the thing is, is if you were, because you're machzirat, if it's with cold water, because you're machzirat amotar, since you're going to return it back, that's, therefore it's not considered kovea, the fact you've taken it from the board. So I'll read Reb Chaim, because we need a bit more detail here to make this make sense. So the understanding is, time of the Reb Yossi, Mishum the spirit leader, ain't Shabbat, umekach kovim, kodem gemar malacha. He says that Reb Yossi maintains is because it hasn't reached gemar malacha, that's why Shabbat and Mekach is not Kovea. In other words, what we find is there's a machloket. When we say Shabbat is Kovea, or we say Mekach or is Kovea, is that only something that's rich Gemar Malacha or even something that's not rich Gemar Malacha? So the point is, the reason why Rabbi Yossi, in, in the case, it, so it says if you take this jug of oil and you put it on the side and Shabbat comes, it's not Kovea, because he says because that jug of oil has not yet reached Gemar Malacha. That's the point, okay? In other words, Lo Amor Shokovim, Ela Malacha, 
So what's this case of the lagin? How does this relate to what we're talking about? It says, I'll skip that one, go to the next one. So that's the one we're going to read. Because when you finish drinking, this is back to the case, we take a glass full of wine from the boar that hasn't reached Gemara Malacha, and you're having a drink. You're going to throw it back in. It's considered not, Therefore, that which you have already in that you're drinking from is not considered So, to in our case, since you're going to throw the remainder back, it's not considered as rich Okay. Um, in other words, that, you know, that, 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 that's, that's specifically the point. In other words, the point is, again, he's, because it's lo nimar malachto, in that case, the rationale was because you're going to throw the, throw the rest of it back. Back in the, if you left any remainder of your jug, you're going to put it back in the board that hasn't reached malachto. So to here, what we're saying is, is that anything that hasn't reached malachto, Shabbat and Mekach is not covered as impact those things. Okay. Um, fine. I'll read, I'll read you, Rush through that makes it a bit clear. He says here, oh, this is the underlying part I've got about, uh, it's not underlying yours, but mine it is. Three lines from the bottom of the Jiramachal, he says, despite the fact when you took some of that wine out of the board, it looks, it appears as if you're you're considering there's something you want to drink from. But um, the, 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 the reason why it's okay is because Meaning it's not kovea is because you're going to put the rest of it back, and because you're not going to put you're going to put the rest of the mac. It's near it's it's nechshav koloni marmalachto. So therefore, despite the fact again, this is the important piece in this this gemara to understand, is that a rebiosi is despite the fact you're doing something like shabbat mekach that might be um, that you might frame it as being kovea, since it's not since you're going to throw it back and therefore it's divine as something shnodim marmalachto. That's why it's not koveya. Again, that, that, that's, that's how we're pulling it out of this, uh, that sugya there. It's a bit hard to, to see how it comes out, but I think the way the Russia really explains it makes it very clear. Okay. As long a piece you can uh, see later. Okay. Um, so now, so we've got the machloket here. It does Shabbat and Yontov koveya for some Shalom in Marmalachto. So, Chela the Rebbe, now Chela, we see in Yerushalmi is, is, um, is a bit like it means Chosek. We've seen it a few times that's the expression that this is his proof is. His raya is for the Rebbe Minhada. What can someone do on Erev Shabbat? This is the discussion regarding Muktzah. Now, this is Erev Shabbat during Shemitah. He can say, go to the Muktzah. Now, normally stuff that's at the Muktzah, meaning they put out for drying, is considered Muktzah. You're not, you're not considering it for Shabbos. You wouldn't be able to eat from the Shabbos. What he can do on Erev Shabbat, he can say, I want to eat from here. On Shabbos, he just designates, I want to eat from here, and he can, it's not considered muks, and he can eat it on Shabbat. However, importantly, this only works when? During Shemitah. What's in Shemitah in every other is part of the And therefore, because it's, in other words, it's only on Shemitah when it's part of the you can do this. Otherwise, and in another year, we say, law why? Because despite the fact the food is in the muks, I mean, it's not in Marmalachto. Shabbat would be Koveya. And then despite the fact that it's not going to be Mukta, it'll be Tevel when it comes into Shabbat. Shabbat. So that's why Rabbi Yerim, Yerim says, look at that case. 
The fact that that Mishnah had to frame it as specifically only during a Shemitah year must mean every other year it wouldn't be a good solution because it would turn into Tevil as soon as Shabbat comes in, despite the fact it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha. Clear? So, so, so Ma'avale, now it's not Rabbi Yirmiya because Rabbi Yirmiya is, uh, is the one that's, he brought the proof. So either it's uh, Rabbi Yossi or Rabbi Yona, um, Marafut is a Rabbi but in other words, the shit of this cholek against. So Rabbi So we say Lach Ziro. Um, so Marafut says Rabbi Yossi. We'll go like that. Rabbi says Lach Ziro lemakomo yate achol shu osem mukta lefichach nifa. He says you've got it wrong. Why is it every other year? Um, it's uh, it wouldn't work. That is because on Shabbat itself, okay, it's not kovia, correct? So I can take it and I would be able to eat from it. However. Because I wouldn't be able to put it back, because it's what's called, I'd be effectively doing what's mevata klimeichano. If I put the shah, if I take some and I want to put some of it back on Shabbat, I'll be turning it into mukta because I'm putting it there in the drying spot. And therefore, because on Shabbat I can't do that, it's like the opposite case with the one we saw before. I can't lahach motar. Therefore, what? It's considered as if it's nigmar malacha. It's as if it's considered completed. When I take some on Shabbat because I won't be able to put it back, that's effectively considered nigmar malacha. And that's why Shabbat will kovea. Because again, Rabbi Yossi is defending his position that it's only kovea, but the vashinyam malachto. And in this case, again, once again, if I take someone from the, from the muktzah, and the muktzah is the muktzah, this is the, the drying place, and I take some on Shabbat because of Shabbat, it, the halachas of Shabbat is going to prevent me from putting it back because I'm effectively what's called like mevatal, I'm turning something to become muktzah. That's the parallel case. That's why it's considered to be if it's Kovea. Um, uh, here. Fine, I wanted to show you inside. He says, I'll show you Ruchaim. He says, Like I said, Because he pulled it out and you won't be able to put it back for drying. It's defined that, that that's a definitive moment that defines it as being the Ubahem Shabbat Kovayan Shabbat can impact it. Okay, next proof. Um, uh, here, Manita Pligi, the Mishnah seems to cholek al again, you probably have to say here, Rebbe Yossi. Why? Because it says, Ain Araila Shabbat. Now, what's Ain Araila Shabbat? This seems to suggest when it comes to Shabbat, Shabbat is Kovayan even for something that's launching Marmalachto. Nachon says to call it why I'll show you. Uh, this is this, this is Reb Chaim. He says any chal shay b'Shabbat the Shabbat kovel amasat the kol shishat varim shukovim meisav rosrim b'achilat arai. Hainu mishum why? What's all rational when we say certain things are kovayah? Diinu mashvilo ki alat cheva. Not because Shabbat is this magic wand or mechiras. It's not. It's because Shabbat like it's, it's a stam halacha. Shabbat is kovayah, but because on Shabbat every achila is defined as being achilat keva. That's what it means then. There's no Achilat Aray on Shabbat. What does that imply? Now, why is this important? Let's make it clear. We've said something has to reach Gemara Malacha. If you need a stack, you can't eat it on Shabbat. Okay, we said Shabbat comes in, it's Koveya. But we've also just said, which means on Shabbat, you wouldn't be able to eat from it because there's no such thing as snacking on Shabbat. Every Achil is considered Achilah Keva, which means, according to this supports Rabbi Yirmi that says Shabbat is Kovea, even for something. Shalom, Nigmar Malachta.
Okay, so the Gemara says, no, So there's two ways to explain it. Um, Rostur has kind of explained, like we said before, that no, we're talking about something that Muksa applies to, like Grogor Mukim, that you wouldn't be able to put back the Shar, and that's the way you explained it. However, Rav Chaim says, um, he says, no, but the So he says, no, that's only referring to something that's already reached Gemara Malacha. The point of Gemara Malacha. Now, you have to, you have to um, remember, just so, so, just so we're not getting confused, um, in this whole sugya, if you take something home, it only reaches Mamash Teva when it reaches your house. Okay? So the fact that we reach Gemara Malacha early doesn't mean it's really te- Teva. So that's why we can say Shabbat is Koveya for something Gemara Malacha. I just want to make that point clear. Because it's, uh, Gemara Malacha is only Mamash, an end point if you're t- selling, selling to market. Just don't forget that point. But anyway, so, what, so again, how does Rabbi Yossi defend himself? He says, well, it's not a problem because we're only dealing with things that reach Gemara Malacha. That's what, said. that's what we're saying, Eina Rada Shabbat. And that's why, because Shabbat is Koveya for things that reach, uh, that have reached Gemara Malacha. Okay. Ravmana Bayi, Haitatz Luchit Meleyav and Atuna Abena Patsim. Now, this is on Rabbi Yirmiya. What happens if you've got a tzluchit um, that's full, that's full, you've taken it out. However, you put a bein apatzim, the patzim is by, by the pressing boards, where bein patzim lechavero. So you put it in a place that's, that, that, de- that demonstrates that you're, uh, that's not near Ramalacha. Okay? Um, fine. So we say, nitavla, is it, does it make it, is it, do we say, no, since it's retaken really taken it, it's really taken out, or maybe because I put it in that particular place, it's mochiach. So read the Rosh Cerilio. He says, do we say, nikva im hichnesa shabasu lekachem otuamin, vafilu lechamita, I wouldn't be able to put him in lechamita, or dilma mokomo mochiach alav, or maybe the fact that it's still in that place where everything else should learn in marmalachto, then maybe it's not, Shabbat won't be Kovea. Okay? In other words, this is still in Rosh Tzorilio, maybe he says it's only Kovea for things that reach Marmalacha when you've taken it out and you put it aside. But if it's still Mamash, still at the pressing, at the place where they're pressing the, 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 um, the, all, the, all the olives, then maybe that's not what Rebbe Yirmi is also including, say Shabbat is Kovea for that. And the law of Shita Bayan, and that that question is left unresolved. Okay, let's just do do a bit of the next section, and it says as follows. Now we talked about the fact that you can take you can take some oil that hasn't reached Gemara Malacha and put it in certain. You can put it on the chamita. We said in the Mishnah, but there's some things you couldn't put in if you recall. You couldn't, and very simply, you could put it in a cliche, and you couldn't put it in a klirisha. That's what we said before. Um, for example, we said you tend the lafas for lektera kishem rotachin. No, sorry, my opposite. We said you you can put it in the tocha tamchui. But you can't put it in a little And we explained that tamchui is the uh, like a serving bowl versus these other things that are cooking pots, even if they're off the fire. And the question is, ad heichan. How hot, what is merutachim? How hot does it have to be that you can't put it in this, this pot that's off the fire? So Rabbi Yudah Bar Pazi said, the Rabbi Shimon b'Shem Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina says, Agedish noten yad until you put your hand in it. This will be a familiar measure. V'hi nichbit, and you'll get it getting burnt from it. Okay. So Hakol Modim, everyone agrees, but Klisheni, it's Mutar. Everyone agrees that you can put this in a Klisheni. Now, my bank clean Russian Klisheni, what difference does it make the two make? So Amar Abiyosi, Barbun, Kana Yad Shaletet, but Kana Yad Shaletet. The difference is the temperature. So Amar Abiyosi, no, no, you got that wrong. Kan Vakan, Aini Yad Shaletet. Both of them can be hot. Both of them can be scoldingly hot, even a Klisheni. 
So that, that's not the difference. Meaning they play Now why, why is this? What, what, that's what Chaim. He says, According to Yerushalmi, that it's only considered Bishul when it is Mamash sitting on the fire. But made a zera for a klirishon that's off the fire. Meaning a zera shema, you might put something in this, put it in when it's on the fire. However, the lo asur harchaka beklisheni, beklisheni where it's already a, another step removed from the fire itself, they didn't make a zera. In other words, here there is no temperature or material difference whatsoever between klirishon and klisheni. The difference is simply only in terms of at what point, how far did the Chachmim reach the Gzera? Because again, if Bishul is only when it's a mash on the fire, and when it's off the fire, that's what Chachmim made Gzera because it's too, too easy to mix up. The cliche, it's already another step away. The food's out from that pot that was on the fire. Therefore, Chachmim did make Gzera. That's why you take this oil that you're going to even have in a snack-like fashion and pour it on, and, and have it part of your uh, food. And it'll still be considered like a snack. Bishul wouldn't be covered after that. Okay? Quite a few fundamental uh, ideas that come up in this year. That's uh, anyway. Have a good day, Kultov. Thank you so much. Thank you.